Welcome to episode 106, and I am excited to invite back Anthony Johnson, who was on last month, and we thought, hey, this is a lot of fun, we're friends, we're both writing books, and let's just do a monthly check-in with you all, with ourselves, we're kind of our accountability partners, so we thought, let's do this. So we'll be sitting again with Anthony talking about purpose and what that is, and how you find it if you're not quite sure where where to start. So we'll dive into that in a moment. But first, a few things happening here in Nomadland. This week, we are going to be sitting with Samantha Fulton and Karina Ricard-Fersan, who have been on this podcast several times in the past years. There are Our beloved senior nomad teachers, they will be leading our next community gathering of Embracing Paradox. So we'll be sitting with them, talking a little bit about how do we hold space for paradox in these times that are are changing. So they'll be working with the Radiant Sutras, and then I will continue that thread into the Movement 109 movement, embracing movement, as I will call it, on February 21st. So you can sit with them February 10th, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then my movement, embracing movement, will be Sunday, February 21st from at 11 a.m., 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the day before that, I will be hosting a free event, Who Are You Becoming? This is one of my very favorite courses. I love that so much that I've been teaching for the past, I think, almost two years now. We've been doing this online in lots of different ways, and we have a teachable course that you can go and sign up for right now where you can dive into a six-week course of my movement practice and then guided meditations are there and journal prompts and other really helpful resources to give you this expanded awareness of who you are and who you want to become. And then also some action steps to really take you out into this world, bring it into this reality that is here now. So this other layer that I'm adding back into it that we haven't done for a little while is the 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 live calls. So I'll be hosting weekly calls with who are you becoming for you to get a little bit of one-on-one time with me within a small group where you can connect and ask questions and we can give you more specific ways to dive in deeper for you to really bring all that you are into this reality. So there's a free event again, February 20th at 11 a.m. where you can sit and get a flavor of what this course is all about and get to connect with me a little bit more. So I'd love to meet you there. Again, it's going to be free. You can go over to Eventbrite and search for that or find it over at Nomad Always at Home. You can find all of this over at nomadalwaysathome.com. We have this community program with all of these events so you can just stop by or get all of the amazing perks that we offer there uh, as well as more information on my course, Who Are You Becoming? So now if you're feeling like you need some guidance on how to go about doing that, let's start with our talk, sitting with Anthony and myself, and we discuss purpose. All right, back with Anthony. Hi, Anthony. (laughs) Here we are, back again. Yeah, we had so much fun the first time. We thought, let's do this again. Yeah. And... Uh, We were texting a little bit about um, this idea of purpose because you are about to do a big presentation about purpose, correct? Correct. 
Correct, correct. So um, there's a conference at the end of February. It's called the Black CEO Conference. And I'll be doing a, it's a week-long conference. And there's going to be a ton of speakers and workshops. And I'll be doing a, I'll be speaking about purpose and also doing a presentation um, a workshop based on that. You know, it's, it's, you know, talking about how, talking about your purpose and how not to let things disrupt that purpose and get in the way of that and how you can do that. So, so yeah. I love it. Well, first of all, I'm curious to know, how did you get this gig? Sounds cool. So I had to, so actually one of my old clients, uh, messaged me. I had, I hadn't heard of the conference. So one of my old clients messaged me and sent me the link to it to apply. And I just, I just jumped on the opportunity right away. I had to audition. You know, you had to do like a three-minute audition. They say, all right, you got three minutes, just give me your best stuff. And <laughs> you do this little three-minute audition, you know, that's kind of awkward and and nerve-wracking, but you do it and then you, you know, you either speak or you decide if you're going to speak, um, do a keynote speech or or just be on a panel and, uh, you know, with a few other people and have a discussion. So um, I'm doing a keynote you know, you, you get 20 minutes to do a keynote speech and then you have a 45 minute workshop that to compliment your keynote. That's cool. Um, um, well, have you done a lot of these auditions? No, that's the first, that was my first time. Okay. Or having to actually audition for something and, you know, have someone critique you in that way. So I know I was a little, yeah, it was interesting. Sorry. No, I mean, it it was interesting and it was, um, like I said, necessary for me, you know, for what I want to do and, and the things that I, that I, that I want to do in my life. So I had to jump on the opportunity and at least try it. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. And the, the theme for the whole conference is purpose or that's just the theme that you're presenting? That's just the thing that I'm presenting. So okay. there's, there's different things for different days at the conference. So it's going to be, um. It's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty cool, pretty interesting, a lot of good information in this conference. So I'm excited to actually participate in it, you know, as well throughout the week. Yeah. We're going to have to get the link and include that in our show notes too, if, if anyone's out there who wants to participate, because it's at the end of February. End of February. Absolutely. That's cool. Okay, good. So, so then, so why did you, so it sounds like you got to choose this theme then. And so yes. what, what brought you to purpose and what do you have to say about it? Let's dive into it. <laughs> oh man. What, what brought me into purpose is, you know, just some things, some, some things that are going on in my life right now. And, you know, me trying to discover my own purpose and figuring out where I fit in, in this grand scheme of things in life and how things work. Um, and I feel like that's, a big thing that's that a lot of people are trying to figure out. Yeah. They're trying to figure out, they're trying to find their purpose. They're trying to figure out where they fit in. Right. And, um, and I, you know, I just love, and I feel like part of my purpose is to, to be an inspiration to, to help people try to figure things like that out. So if I can say, give a message that's going to resonate with some people, then, you know, let's go for it. Cool. Okay, good. So what do you, can you give us like a little nugget of something that you might be sharing? So I talk about, you know, specifically I I talk more about in my keynote is how not to let things 
disrupt your purpose. Like when you feel like you're on a certain path and you got a certain plan, you know, maybe if you already have, you know, you decided or figured out what your purpose is, how you, in any given situation, yeah, right, to, um, to not let anything get in the way of that. So there's things that we, we might be going through our day, even just even when you're going through your day, not even talking about your purpose for life. Yeah. Right? You, you have a goal and a purpose for your day yeah. and something tries to interrupt that and it just kind of throws you off track. Yeah. And, and a lot of times because we're human, we can allow that to let us spiral downhill and completely throw us off track for our, throw our whole day off. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of talk about how you how you do that. And one of the things that I talk about is, and we've talked about this before, is is your perspective on the way you view things, mm-hmm. right? And and one of the things, without going into too much depth about it, I talk about my son, right? My relationship with my son, yeah. And how originally, like my son is, he's a he can be a little hellraiser, <laughs> yeah. And and so I had to, and I used to look at my son as some something that was sent here to test me, mm. right? And bef- bef- and until I was able, and changing my language and my perspective about that, you know, helped me change my relationship with my son and fall more into what I feel like is my purpose into being the father that he needs me to be, mm-hmm. right? So changing my language from my son was sent here to test me to he was sent here to teach me, yeah. right? Was help me change my perspective on like on his reason for being in my life yeah and it it completely changed my relationship with my son oh i like that and last week or the last time we had you on here you were also talking about values your values Mm -hmm. and seeing if things were aligned with your values and i i kind of stole that i'll just i'll i'll Mm -hmm. admit it i took that and ran Mm -hmm. a little bit but what i what i always teach from is the why of you know why are you doing Mm -hmm. something is this aligned with your why? Uh, and that's been really helpful in my teaching, but also just in my own life. You know, I've, I've had you in my little head here, your voice in my head here the past couple of weeks <laughs> to, <laughs> to check in with myself and see, you know, what is my purpose? Like you said today, what is my purpose today? Is it aligned with my why or my, my values? But I also like mm-hmm. this now, this shift of, perspective too of what you just said is it to teach me or to test me that's another good yeah. question to ask yeah are you what are you so i'm interested in what are you what what your thoughts are on purpose and yeah and you know you know how you feel like you you find that how do you find it for yourself yeah and you did give me a little heads up and i'm glad because i was like damn yeah what how did well first of all how i felt found it for myself i think i might even be questioning if this is my purpose right now or what or what does it look like because i always felt that dance was my purpose from mm-hmm. from the time i started moving you know that just felt so natural to me and brought me so much joy and felt that it brought other people joy so movement and then and then to the broader perspective as i got older movement was my purpose and how to teach mm. people to be empowered through movement. Um, and so that was really natural for me. But then I started looking around, you know, especially that time in high school, go applying for college. 
And I knew, like, I'm going to college for dance. There was no doubt about it. I might have, like, played with what my major was as a performer versus a teacher or the administrative part side of it. But I always knew that that was, that was it. That was my track. I was going to be in the arts. I was going to be a dancer. Uh, and then it ebbed, it flowed with the yoga and the Pilates. Um, but I... I looked at that that time period of high school to college and saw a lot of my friends who didn't have that sense of purpose. They were all going to college, you know, the college that their parents went to or the college that's Ivy League because, you know, that's what they've been working towards this whole time. And, you know, in our community that was, you know, seen as very important um, or just, oh, I'm going to go get my liberal arts degree and um, and. And I was thinking, oh, wow, I have such a gift here that I knew my purpose. But um, so what do you say to people like that, right, who didn't just come out of the womb dancing or didn't come out of the womb, like doing X, Y, and Z that felt like their purpose? And um, when I sit with with somebody who doesn't know their purpose, um, a question I might be I might ask them is, what are they curious about? You know, if they don't have necessarily a reason to wake up in the morning, because that's how I feel like it, it motivates me, it gets me up. Um, but if they don't necessarily have that, what are they at least curious about? Because that might just be the breadcrumb that'll lead them to the next thing. Yeah. So, that's a, yeah. That's an interesting point. Like you said, like that's the bread, like the breadcrumb that leads them to the next thing. And you were... You know, because when you were saying like, you know, I thought my purpose was dance, you know, so, you know, it's what I loved. And, yeah. and, you know, we're talking about the difference between purpose and passion. Like, yes. right, like maybe, you know, dance is was your passion, but was that necessarily your purpose? Was that, was that, you know, were you, was that leading you to your purpose? Was that one of the breadcrumbs for you? Yeah. It's like going through dance and experiencing that, um, because I had to think about that for myself, you know, when we're talking about passion and, and purpose and people that are trying to find that. Yeah. Um, for me, like passion is more of a feeling, mm. right? It's, it's, it's more attached to a feeling that you get and, and purpose is more like, what were you designed to do? Mm. Like what, what were you meant to bring to the world? What gift were you, you know, like I'm, like I'm sitting in this chair right now. And before I sat in this chair, I had a bunch of books sitting on it, <laughs> right? Like it was kind of a substitute and has a little table, yeah. right? But, you know, it was designed to be a chair, but I'm using it to sit my things on and not my butt, right? Yeah. So like, and once I, once I took these things off of it and I sat my butt and I'm like, you know what, this is actually, uh, this actually works out better this way. Yeah. Right, because this chair was designed for me to sit in, and it's serving its purpose now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like when you're passionate about something, you could, you, we could be passionate about the wrong things. Yeah, right? we can. <laughs> um, you're super passionate about the wrong things. You could even, you could go through a, a really bad breakup, and you could be really passionate about destroying that person's life. <laughs> like, like you, you could be super passionate about that. Yeah. Right? And just and, a day or two before is passionate about making their life the most beautiful thing. And then all of a sudden, right. it's just Absolutely. <laughs> Passions can, they can, they can change with the weather, yeah. you know, 
purpose, this chair will always be is meant to be a chair and will always meant to be be meant to be a chair. Right. It, it was designed for a specific purpose. And and, you know, like you said, the, your passion can lead you to your purpose, I believe. Yeah. Like maybe that same person who is uh, is passionate about destroying somebody's life. Their purpose was to guide people through bad breakups in a health in a healthy way. Yeah. But going, you know, deciding that they were going to destroy somebody's life was a breakthrough. Well, I get that. That's a better way to do it. Yeah, I know. And I feel like I had that experience. I mean, not destroying people's lives, but um, but actually I want to get there, but I kind of want to go back because what you were saying, well, maybe you did touch a little bit on this, the difference between passion and purpose, right? You were saying that passion is something that you have a feeling about. You have a, there's an emotional charge, it sounds like. And purpose, mm-hmm. you were saying, is more of just that you're designed to do something, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, but when, but you were using the chair as an example that the, the books were on the chair and then you move them and then your butt was on the chair. So Mm -hmm. does the purpose can, can the purpose shift a little bit too? Cause you said passion could shift, but you know, is it the purpose of the chair to just hold things or is it, um, oh, it's going to hold books right now, but it's really designed to hold a butt. Mm Mm-hmm. You're saying so you ask so you're asking me can the can your purpose shift? Yeah. What do you think? You know, I think that we can have more than one purpose. Yeah. Right? Like as individuals, I, I think and I think that's what makes us unique as human beings. Yeah. Um, is that you know, outside of something like this object as a chair. Yeah. Uh, where it's really meant, it's really designed for one specific purpose. Like I could use it to stand on something to help me, you know, hang a picture or something like that. But it wasn't intended to do that. Yeah. Like, like I. But as human beings, we can have different purposes, and it could be our purpose can be just for a, a moment in time, or you know, or for our lives. And like I said, like I, my purpose is to I feel like part of my purpose in my life is to inspire and to help people through situations that that grew up in similar circumstances that I grew up in and but also part of my purpose is to be a present and patient and uh consistent father to my children right for um so I feel like I can a person can have multiple purposes in life and maybe like you know they'll shift that you know into different areas but and like I said, maybe it's just for a moment in time. Yeah. Is that, does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. I'm down with it. <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> accept it. Good. I Thank accept you. it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I feel to go back to kind of what you were saying with the passion leading to purpose. I definitely believe in that too, as you know, my own journey is what I said with the movement, right? It started as dance and it turned to movement and then it's turning into like, how movement can empower people, not just bring them joy through my performing, but now how I can mm-hmm. teach them to empower themselves. And there was a huge pivotal moment with, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a passionate experience, but you know, an, a marriage ended, you know, my marriage ended and my father died. And that was a huge turning point for me to take this gift or this passion, whatever you want to call it, to turn it inward 
and to see how it was such a tool of healing and how it has been this whole time, but really recognize, wow, this tool of movement really has has healed me over the years. And it's really healing me right now during this, this challenging period in my life. And oh my gosh, I'm now realizing, oh, I've been manifesting, you know, illness or something like that, um, or an injury. And these were messages and oh, how I can use this movement to heal myself. And oh, now I can turn outward and use that to help empower people to heal themselves. And so that 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 moment in time where I had this passion of dance and movement, but then there was this big, you know, event or multiple events that really turned that light on, like you alluded to a breakup, right? Really turned that light on to say, this is your purpose. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we have those moments in time, too, that can crack you open. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can use... You know, when we're serving our purpose, we, you know, we can use all of our passions within that. Yeah. Like, and, and like, you know, you may be really passionate about dance, right? And, but maybe your purpose, like, was to teach people how to dance and teach people how to be, to move. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like your, your purpose is, is what you're doing. And like, you know, and your passion is like how you do it and you know through through dance and through you can be very passionate about how you do something and like if you're you know same way being a you may be very passionate about playing the saxophone but you're meant to teach people your purpose was to teach people how to play it and you're very passionate in the way you do that um you know like our purpose for this podcast was to talk about how we're going to you know how we're writing our books Mm-hmm. Right. And and, you know, in the way we do that is by talking about our purpose, talking about our passion, talking about what got us there, our process. And and, you know, I love that. I love that we are, we're able to do it and express it in that way. Um, so and I think that's a good segue to talk about, you know, like our books. Right. That's what the purpose of us doing talking here is about like we were talking about our books and the process of writing so how do you feel like that falls in line with your purpose right right with the book that you're writing yeah well i'll i'll answer that but also comment on what you just said because what i was hearing when you were just saying that was i was feeling like what you had said before of purpose as being what you were designed for and to just put it to words, what you were just speaking of as passion is almost like the tools that you use to express Mm. that design. And so this book for both of us is that we have something inside of ourselves that we need to share with others, that purpose, right? And and writing a book is a tool. We're passionate, Mm. we both have some sort of level of passion of writing. And we know that we have a skill set that we can do that. And so now we can use that as a, our vehicle to share what our purpose is with other people. Um, and then, you, you know, so, yeah, I, I think that's what it is for me, this book. You know, I feel that I do have um, I do have a purpose in kind of what I was just sharing in terms of the movement piece and, and recognizing those moments for myself and my own story when there was an opportunity to listen to it or to turn it off, 
Mm-hmm. And I did both. I had periods of time when I did both, but to, to show that to somebody else and empower them to know this is a moment for you to turn it on or turn it, turn it off. And here are some, here are some tools that you can use mm. if you decide to turn it on yeah. <laughs> and follow the bread, and follow the breadcrumbs. Right. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's a great way of looking at that. Yeah. So how about mm. you? Kind of along the, the same lines, right? Like I'm, I'm using this as one of the tools to serve my purpose. Um, you know, and if I feel like I have, you know, there's, if there's multiple ways to reach an audience, then obviously this is one of them. I'm going to try to use this to fulfill my purpose of inspiring and giving people some of the tools that I didn't have, you know, when I was growing up or, you know, I may be going through similar circumstances. And we talked about it before. And I'm, really, I'm talking, you know, my intent was to talk to a younger audience, but it can really be for anybody who's going through anything, right? You're going through something and how you turn it like the, for if some if people haven't listened to our first one, you know, the title of my book is your adversity is your advantage. So to figure out how to, to do that and navigate through these obstacles that you're experiencing in life, I'll use this tool, right? Yeah. To, to serve that purpose. Yeah. yeah. I just had a question and it left my brain. So we'll come back to it, but <laughs> it was about your book. But I also am really curious to bring this up um, because I spoke to you about this before we started recording um, mm-hmm. a conversation that I had with somebody that I have ex- existential conversations with every once in a while. I actually haven't met mm-hmm. this person in person, just through messenger, <laughs> essentially. But we got on the conversation of purpose, and I'm really curious to hear your take on this. Um, So let me just find a little bit of it. But he was speaking. It just went away. Um, He was speaking to the difference between passion and purpose. And... I'm trying to scroll through it. But he was saying, I'm going to paraphrase because I know what he was saying, but I can't read it. He was basically saying that when we have a purpose, we have no, we don't have to take action. And that was a really curious statement. Hmm. What he was essentially saying was that you don't need to do anything because you're going to just like be it. And, And whatever that purpose is, the people who need to um, learn from that will show up. I think there's some truth to that, but I think it needs more context. So you have to, I think you, because when it comes to finding your purpose, I feel like one of the elements to finding your purpose is to be who you truly are. Right. So there's a lot of people. So if you just say you just have to be, I feel like you need to tell people what that means. Mm -hmm. Right. And and to be is to be yourself. Right. Like so we have a lot. There's a lot of people that are living lives not being themselves. They're not they're not just living their true self. They're not doing the job that they want to do. They're doing something that their parents maybe want to do. They're going to a college that their parents wanted them to go to. They're living a life that. They think society is saying they need to lead, to lead, 
and they're not being them true their true selves. Mm-hmm. So in order for that to in order for people to learn from you and when you're just being, you have to be being your true self. Yeah. Right. So um and then you are serving your purpose. Uh, so so I, I just think there needs to be there's it needs a little more context. Okay, I found it. So now I can read mm-hmm. it to you. Do you want me to read it to you? Yes. Okay. On the ego that drives the purpose, there's absolutely no ego involved when you are on a mission that is beyond your inner self. And when you have found your life's purpose, there's no need to take any action. There is in reality no need to take anything from anyone. People will come to you naturally because your life's, life's mission resonates deeply within them. With them, rather. And if your life's mission doesn't resonate with them, that would mean that it's not a life. It's not lights. It's not a life's mission. Mm. It could be anything else, a distraction or a passion. Thoughts? Right. So he says in there, right? Yeah. That he says, when you're living your life's purpose, you don't have to, you know, act. Yeah. But when you're living your purpose. So, but there, and there's elements to that to living your purpose, right? One is, yeah. one is which I just stated is being your true self. So um, there's just, so I, I do agree with the statement in a sense, but it, it just, I think it would lead to more questions from people who maybe haven't found their purpose. Yes. So because when you're, when you're living your true self, you're just taking natural, you're doing, you're taking natural action throughout the course of your day, throughout the course of your life, yeah. right? Um, just the things that you are naturally doing. And when we're saying that, because we're talking about ego involved, we're saying true self, like a big S, like being in touch with that big S self, right? Rather than the ego self, the little S self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll just let, I, we, get, we got his permission to use his words, just everybody okay. out there. Yeah. But we'll keep cool. him anonymous. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, I sat with that for a little while myself because I thought, you know, where, yeah, how, how does the ego not get involved? That's tough. <laughs> yeah, so could you answer that in the next five minutes? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, well, how does the ego not get involved with purpose? I will, but are you in a, are you in agreement with that statement? Yeah, absolutely. What he's how you don't have to, how you don't have to act um, yeah. necessarily? I mean, there has to be action. And it's funny because just to talk about the subtle body, which I teach is, you know, this is the energetic body. And so the the center of your body here above your navel, below your sternum, in this, this center is called the solar plexus. And energetically, we, we speak about this is where your purpose is. This is where you take action from. So when I mm-hmm. saw that statement the first time, I felt like, wait, isn't the whole thing about purpose and action are are together they're mo- they're moving you forward you have a purpose it's what ta- that's what you take action towards so mm-hmm. um but i do understand you know sitting with you here and, and sitting with it a little bit longer i i do resonate with it a bit more so so you asked how do we not let the ego get involved yeah so how do we uh-huh. play with that that funny little guy and girl that to me is an is an ongoing process mm-hmm. not letting the eel get involved and, and if we're talking about purpose another element that i believe 
is key in finding your purpose is asking yourself the right questions. So I have to ask myself, if I'm, letting, if I'm trying to avoid letting my ego get involved, I have to continuously ask myself why I do the things that I do. <laughs> I like when it comes to everything that I do, you know, why do, why do I post certain things on social media? Why do I spend time with certain people? Why, you know, why am I doing these things? Am I doing these things because I, am I doing these things for likes? Am I doing these things because I need a lot of followers? Am I doing these things because I want a certain amount of recognition, right? Um, and if those, and if the answers to those questions aren't pure, right, then, then you know, all right, I need to, re, I may need to readjust right, and rethink some things about the, the way that I, that I operate because now my ego is involved. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I'm doing things for the wrong reasons. Um, but if I'm posting something, if I'm posting a message just because I want it to resonate with whoever hears it and whoever sees it and, to, and I want them to find value in it and I don't want them to praise me for it. I don't care if they like it. I don't care if they share it. I just want it to resonate with somebody and have an impact on their lives. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Now you know you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. And so if you're consistently asking yourself the right questions um, and you're making adjustments based on the answers to those questions, then you can avoid letting your ego get in the way. That's one of the ways you can do it. Yeah. But it has to be consistent and ongoing. Yes. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. It's like when you're saying that, I'm thinking of like strengthening your purpose muscles. <laughs> You got to do them every day. You have to do something to strengthen it every day. But, you know, and we've talked a lot about this just as friends of the social media, Um, Mm -hmm. especially if your purpose is through what you offer as a service to others. Right. And you have a business Mm -hmm. in some way that needs to share your words out there or share whatever tips it is through social media and it, that can be challenging, you know, like you said, it's, you have to continue. The mantra that I say to myself before I post anything as myself is, is it necessary? Every time I, I start to put out a, uh, you know, um, a post that is sharing a lot, I always ask, is this necessary? And if I feel that it's going to, like you just said, is it going to resonate with even just one person? Will it help one Mm -hmm. person? Then the answer is yes. If it's, Mm -hmm. oh, I look really good in this photo, (laughs) the answer (laughs) is no. (laughs) Unless maybe some days it's not about my purpose. It's just Phoebe, Phoebe, little Phoebe needs a little ego boost. Then, okay, she'll do that. But, Mm. you know, that's why it's necessary that day. But in terms of if it's aligned with my purpose and is it necessary, that's, mm-hmm. that's where I have to, what you just said feels pure. Um, I'll move forward with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah and, and only we know that yeah. o- only we know that. So, you know, and it can be hard to differentiate the, you know, some days, even within yourself, uh, you know, and, and the same, the same tool and the same, you know, message can have two different meanings. Like if I, like I could, I could want a lot of followers, mm-hmm. but if my reason for wanting a lot of followers is because it just broadens my audience to deliver my message. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, then that's a pure motive, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I just want a broader audience. Cause I feel like my, my message is going to be impactful yeah. and I 
want to affect as many lives as I can affect. Um, but not, oh, well, this guy is doing the same thing as me and he has this many followers and I need to have more followers than him, right? Because we're doing the same thing and we're in competition. There's <laughs> ego, yeah. Right? That's my ego is getting in the way. Yeah. And, and I'm like, man, this, this, well, they're definitely not, they're not as good as, they're not a better coach to me, but they have this many followers. Like how, yeah. how can that be? I need more. Yeah. Um, then I, that's my ego. Yeah. So true. Um, <laughs> and it's tough it's, it's tough which is why it has to be a daily ongoing process definitely um what do you what are some of the things you do to to keep your ego in check hmm good question i like to just say i don't have an ego but no that's not true <laughs> uh no it is a, it's a lot of the is it necessary is it um and i'm actually i think i might go a little bit on the opposite of, you know, in terms of like ego, like the opposite of egomaniac is probably more on the humble side because whenever I get compliments or anything like that, that would boost your ego, uh, I'm a little bit more um, shy of accepting it. So uh, for a while, I've actually had to boost my ego a little bit just as a person, you know, um, and feel confident, you know, I, as my, a business owner, it was funny. Um, a couple of years ago, we had a meeting of nomad teachers and we were talking about the future of nomad and we pulled these different Oracle cards. We, and we just, you've, you sat with me with Oracle cards. I've set you an Oracle card before. Um, and, and everybody had their different, t- their cards and I pulled the King and I just, I looked at it and go, Oh God, no. And then everybody mm. said, no, but you are the king, Phoebe. You're the king of Nomad. Like, you have to step into this. And and what I've actually realized is that I do have to step into it. I have a responsibility for my purpose. I actually need to step it up at times um, where I've always been sort of with this, you know, my purpose is uplifting other people. So I'll just kind of hide in the background and make sure that they're all bolstered up and they're taking care of whoever I'm, you know, promoting or or whatever. Um, my teaching's good too, but you know, it's really about the community. And so this past year, it's really been owning, be, ha, owning my, my purpose of, of being a leader. And um, so I've been doing more like ego work on that side of things of, um, you know, but you're, you're helping me with it. Those days that I feel like I don't have a lot of self-worth. I text you. You're one of my people that I texted again. Can you acknowledge me today? <laughs> and then you send me a nice long text to tell me how awesome I am. And then I sit with that and I allow myself to actually um, feel the words that are being spoken about me um, and accept them. Because I think for a long time, it felt really uncomfortable I felt really yeah. uncomfortable to receive compliments. It didn't feel, you know, um, it didn't feel like it was necessary, but it is. So that's that's the ego work I've been doing. But the, also the social media thing, as I said before, I do make sure that whatever I put out there, that it isn't to boost. I don't do that for the sake of likes. Like that's a place that I really just do it to make sure that my message is clear in what I'm doing. Um, so I like that. So let's, so let's, so let's bring it full circle with, you know, purpose of this podcast, right? Like 
our books, mm-hmm. right? When we're talking about ego, um, did you have to really be aware of that? Or was that barrier for you? Because you said, you know, I, w- I was kind of shy when it came to people commenting me and me being the king of this, um, of Nomad. Did that get in the way of you writing your book? Was that a barrier for you? Like, like who am, like, who am I to be writing a book, oh, yeah. right? And like to feel like I have something to say that people need to listen to. Yeah, that imposter syndrome. Yeah, I have definitely felt like that because I spoke to you about how I wrote it four years ago. Um, It was just my story for my story's sake. It was more of just a therapy of I needed to get this out and maybe it could help people who had to go through some sort of transition like I did. Uh, But I put it on the shelf because I thought I'm not a writer, you know, Um, Mm. who am I? Who wants to hear my story? So mm-hmm. I have had, I have let that be a bar- barrier. And now I am saying, okay, I'm clear with my message. I'm clear with the vision of, of what the book's purpose is. And so now I do feel like I can step into it and, and o- take ownership of it. Um, nice. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I know you've had this idea of writing for a while and we met almost well, I guess it's been like nine months or so and you were planting the seed about the book. What kind of barriers were there for you, if there were? Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing like you were talking about, imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to be writing a book um, and feeling like it's going to sell and people are going to buy it and spend their money on it? Um you know, I'm like, I'm not that, I'm not a great writer. I'm not like, and so, but I really had to get over that and be like, you know, I, and kind of boost myself up, right? To find that balance of ego and self-confidence and know the difference between the two. And like, you know what, I, this is my, this is, I'm serving my purpose and this is, and this falls in line with it. And like I said, the same way, even though it takes a lot more time than making a, a Instagram or Facebook post, but the same with that, I'm posting this just to hope that it resonates, right? Cause it's something that I'm feeling and I think it has, a, it's going to have an impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. Same with the book, right? Like if, even if it's not written like Langston Hughes or like some, you know, some great author or poet or whatever, like I'm, it's going to resonate with somebody. Yeah. And, and it was worth it and I was and this it's part of my purpose so I'm gonna do it um, and have confidence that it's gonna have an impact yeah so I how do you deal with um, how do you deal with I, I don't even want to label it as failure but have you been in a situation before where you feel like okay this is my purpose and then you got to you know, a certain goal or an end point of, of that purpose or a benchmark. And there was a, a sense of failure. Mm-hmm. And how, how did you keep going or how did you have that? What was that conversation um, with yourself to get up and kind of move, keep moving forward or. I think it comes down to what you believe um, about yourself and about just life in general. Um, so you have to check in with yourself and your belief system. And, and, and my belief system is 
tells me that even when, when even when bad things happen, that it's setting me up for something new, or it's you know, you know, it's it's sending me in a new direction. I have to, even if I don't know what that is, and even if I think it's it sucks and it's unfair, or whatever I think about, whatever negative thoughts I have about it. All right, one to allow me to sit with those negative thoughts and 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 not just say they they don't they they don't mean anything to to deal with those, but also to understand that hey, what it's about perspective. Like I was saying earlier, what is my perspective about this? Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, okay, my perspective is that it, it may suck in the moment, but that is leading me to something better and something greater. Yeah. And the fact that I truly believe that. And I'm not just, it's not just some, some, some shit that I say to myself, you know, like, um, to make me feel better. It's like, I, I have truly, I truly believe in that. So that gets me through, Yeah. that gets me through the, where I might consider something a failure and like, you know, that cliche of like, okay, well, I didn't, I don't see anything as a failure. I see it as a lesson and truly adopt that. Yeah. And and that really helps push me through. Yeah. Um, and I love just how you, I just love how you said that because you said it without even talking about the ego. And that's why I was, I was um, sort of apprehensive to say the word failure because I feel like failure just is ego, right? Labeling it as something. And so you eloquently said that without bringing an ego of just, it, there's something else here. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking before um, we we started recording, and I was talking about that triangle that I just learned about in co- of codependency and how there's those three roles of villain and hero and victim. Wait, mm-hmm. right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and and it is. It's it's sort of getting trapped in that little triangle of yourself, right? A codependent relationship with your ego of if there's a failure, right, you're the victim. And then there's the situation as the villain. And then, you know, your ego has to like overcome it and rise above to be the hero again. And so mm-hmm. the way that you just described it, it sounds like there are no, none of those roles. It's just, oh, well, here it is. What's here for me? That perspective shift, right. as you you said, you know, instead of being tested, you're, you're being taught something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I have to adopt that philosophy, like really adopt it into my life and be like, yeah. and not, and, and not to look at myself as the victim. Yeah. You said that triangle, like never, never to see myself as the victim. Like, okay, then to see what is my perspective? Am I, am I looking at this? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, why is this happening to me? Why? I don't, you know, I don't deserve this. Like, yeah, that you may have those feelings, but it, at some point and that's human it's human to have those feelings when something especially when something bad is happening you're like yeah. why is this happening to me yeah and especially you don't deserve it yeah right and you're like okay but that can't you can't allow that to to overtake you yeah and it's like okay why is this happening to me i don't i don't maybe i don't know why but i know there's a reason yeah. right and to be able to shift my perspective and be like all right well now i need to figure that try my best to figure out that reason and 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 have patience with the with the idea that if i don't know what the reason is right now that at some point it's going to be revealed to me right and i can live with that yeah um so 
And just listening to you again, I feel like it comes back to the breadcrumbs that we were talking about before of the passion as a breadcrumb, but also the obstacles are the breadcrumbs too, right? Of, you know, how you're, I think sometimes we see an obstacle when we think, oh, well, I, I think I've been somewhat guilty of this in the past of this is my purpose. So the universe will just conspire <laughs> to give me mm-hmm. all of the resources that I need. But then there are these obstacles that get in a way that maybe we do label as failure, or whatever, um, as challenges. And, you know, is that the moment that we go, oh, that must not have been my purpose, right? Um, to what you were just saying of letting it be the breadcrumb to have, maybe it's a question of, well, maybe this isn't your purpose or maybe it is. And if you do, then you really want to keep moving forward. And now you have to figure out how to get out of this to keep moving forward towards it or with it rather. I like to think of you're always with it, not outside of yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, What's the next step for you and your, uh, where you're at in your writing process? Um, I feel like it's not too different from the last time we spoke. Um, I'm finishing up my first section, which is still my mm. story. And mm. I pull, I'm pulling a lot of the stories from my first round, my first edition that I wrote four years ago, and pulling them in and asking them, is it necessary? Right. Because like I said, the last the first time was just therapy was just getting the stories out that were traumatic to me that I needed to get out. And so now I'm I'm looking at them through a different lens and seeing actually a lot of that question of what, you know, is it was it a test or is it something that it's teaching me here? And how can I turn that light on in a new way? Because before it was just me being the victim, telling the story of what happened to me. And now I'm pulling that and transition, you know, kind of transcribing it into this new edition where I'm starting to unwind the lesson there for myself and for others who are reading it. So that's the first I'm in that first section and I'm hoping to be done by the end of this month. Um, And then I'll transition to the second part. Um, Yeah. And in terms of consistency, Uh, I haven't had the schedule that I wanted to have, but that's okay. I'm being gentle with myself. I have in my, in my brain, I have certain dates where I want to meet and I'm just finding pockets of time. So last night I was feeling like I couldn't get anything else done with my work. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I told you before we started recording, I felt like I was getting all these roadblocks with work and I said, you know what? Screw it. What can I do now? And then I just ended up like, oh, let me work on one of these stories. And then I ended up editing and working on it for two hours where where I didn't think I would at all that day. So I'm allowing it to flow when it does and not to feel bad if it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at? You know, I'm just, I'm in a process of, before I thought I could like free write and just, you know, let it flow. But I had to, uh, along in the process, I realized that that wasn't going to work for me once I started getting into the chapters. And so like I'm outlining, um, you know, my chapters and like what I, how I want the story to flow within the chapter so I can be more, uh, intentional when I write. And, And so that's a better process for me. Um, I was able to write the, the, 
the last chapter in the introduction kind of free write, but as I'm getting into the meat of it, not so much. Yeah. So, you know, just taking it day by day. Good. You know, one piece at a time. And, you know, until I get a finished product. I like it. Um, yeah. And where are you at in terms of, I mean, you're just in the creative piece. And this is, this is a question from my grandmother for both of us mm-hmm. of just in terms of the after, like after it's done, then what, right? Have you thought about that? Like, are you self-publishing? Are you looking for... Uh, agent, publish, publishing house. What have you thought about that at all? I have thought about it, but I haven't made a decision on which route I'm going to go. I need more. I need more information about both avenues. Okay. And so I'm going to talk to some people that I know who self-published, and you know, see how that worked out for them. The pros and cons. So I'm still weighing that the pros and cons of each. Yeah. Um, do you know? Uh, well, I want to do a little bit more research too. And I think that would be a great discussion to do one day um, when we Mm -hmm. meet again, because I think that there are other people out there listening that it might be beneficial for them. Uh, But for myself, you know, at first I thought I would do self-publishing. I, my teacher, Jean Marie, she self-published through, you know, Amazon has a publishing house that you can self-publish. And she, she did it in a way that I think it worked for her. Um, but I saw that it had to do, she had to do all of her own marketing. And I'm just yeah. at a point right now with the Nomad that I hate. <laughs> As I just said, my little ego does not want to talk about myself. So I need to mm-hmm. be in a place where other people are talking about it. <laughs> I just want to be the creator. I'm seeing myself as like, I want to be the artistic director, the choreographer of my life. And then other people can go out and publicize it. So I'm leaning into uh, looking for a publishing house and, and uh, either an agent or a PR firm that I've, and I've been starting that research. So I'll share that with you when awesome. the time comes. Yeah. So Cool. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the completion of both our projects. Me too. Me too. And I love this process where mm-hmm. we're checking in with each other, holding holding ourselves accountable in a gentle way. <laughs> it's nice. We text each other and yeah. nope, did it right today. Okay. <laughs> just it's just like the little tap on the shoulder that that I, that helps you know from a friend. So I appreciate that um, that we're doing that offline. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have one more question. So for somebody who's been listening to this this whole time about purpose, and maybe they're still sitting there going, I still don't know what the fuck my purpose is or how to even begin this. I mean, I spoke of curiosity a little bit. Um, I can speak more to that. But what would you say to a client of yours or have you said to your client of yours if they're just feeling somewhat hopeless about why they're here in this world. Just, you know, to end it. <laughs> A really heavy conversation. I would suggest that everything that you're experiencing and that you're going through, you know, that you have in your past and that you, you're experiencing right now, that is guiding you to your purpose. Or that you may already be living in your purpose, and 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 you choose.
children, right? Like I talk about one of the, so I talk about in my in my speech that I was telling you about earlier. Right? Like you may you may get something may happen at those yard track, but when you shift your perspective it changes things, right? So you wake up and you get into an argument with your spouse or your significant other. I talk about gratitude. So be grateful that after you get into your argument with your spouse or significant other, that your kids are about to wake up, <laughs> right? Because part of your purpose is to be a present parent for your children, mm-hmm. right? When you're when you lose a job or you get laid off, shift your perspective about why that's happening, because and push through, right? Because part of your purpose is to show your family what perseverance looks like. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you're at the midpoint of your life and you haven't found love or you haven't found your passion or your purpose, be patient because part of your purpose is to show the world that it's never too late mm-hmm. to find those things. All right. So. So just understand that if you view things in that way, right, like that, your purpose is going to be revealed to you as long as you're being your true self, yeah. that you'll find it. And that you're, you may be even living it right now. I like it. Yeah. So that's what I got. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, I was going to uh, speak to curiosity again and, and the way that not just necessarily what lights you up, but also what what fires you up, right? What are you angry about or what are you Um, you know, just kind of curious about learning more about doesn't have to be, you know, this thing that is always like bringing you joy. It could bring you some sort of quote unquote negative emotion too, but maybe that's, you know, you're angry about the way other people are being treated, you know, specific demographic or, you know, chill, you know, whatever it is there, that's your purpose, right? You're angry and now you need to step into that to help you know, to change, to make change too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I love that perspective. So, Oh my goodness. I love sitting here chatting with you. We get a lot. Yeah. We got, a, we, we like bring up a lot that yeah. I'll definitely sit with over the next, um, couple of days and think about purpose in a new way. So thank you yeah. for that. No, thank you. Yeah. Anything else that you want to touch on before we wrap this all up? Um, not that I can think of. We're gonna do this again, right? So yeah. we'll we'll have we'll we'll touch on a lot more things in the future, and you know, I think we we got a lot for you know just people to maybe sit with and 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 help them find their purpose or their passion or whatever they're looking for. Just questions that they can ask themselves. So yeah, and I think that yeah. that's. That's a good invitation to our audience if yeah. they have questions that they're in search of that they yeah. want us to contemplate here. We're going to meet like once a month and record yeah. this one th- once a month. So they can send an email to me or and I can pass it along to you. Um, yeah. or they can find you too because we'll always have your website too in the show notes. So they can reach out to us and let us know if they have any requests. Absolutely. I like it. Cool. All right. right. Well, thank you, Anthony. I really appreciate you you as a human being and also just as this leader that you are in this world. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. And I feel it's mutual. Thanks. I'm glad you came up with this idea to, to do this and, you know, we'll keep it going. I know. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this time with Anthony Johnson just as much as I do. You can connect with Anthony. Again, his website will have that link in the show notes so you can reach out to him directly as well as myself. You can always reach out to me at phoebeleona.com or even over at nomadalwaysatome.com. You'll find me at one of those places hanging out. And we would love to know how you're doing. Come to one of our community events or all of them. We'd love to see you and, and know how these podcasts are resonating with you. So, you know, if you're somewhere where you can drop a review, we would greatly appreciate that if you're over at Apple Podcasts or even at our website, there's a space to leave a comment. We'd love to know how you're doing and how this is connecting with you. And uh, yeah, let's see you again soon.